0: Hello. Talk
1: radio. What up, y'all? It's your boy, Rodney Perry. We are live here on Blog Talk Radio. This is Rodney Perry Live. Thank y'all for tuning in to this show today. It's going to be an incredible show. I got a great guest for y'all. But before we get into my guest, man, first of all, I, I want to um, uh, thank everybody for for tuning in. Uh, what, what I got coming up, um, Stand Up for Family. This is a clean comedy show Right here in Atlanta at Center Stage, uh, hosted by my man Bill Bellamy, is going to be off the chain. That's this, uh, that's uh, July twenty second, July twenty second, Atlanta, Georgia. July twenty third, excuse me, good Lord, July twenty third. I get on the plane and I go to Detroit. Mike Barnes, all white birthday badge featuring yours truly, Rodney Perry. That's at burst Warehouse in Detroit. I'm coming to see y'all, and then July twenty sixth, July twenty sixth. Uh, in Los Angeles for three days, but I'm there for the Willie McGinnis Charity Comedy Show, and I will be uh, popping in and stopping by the Comedy Union. That's right, the Comedy Union, my comedy home. I will be popping in there and bless all my old friends and old fans. Then I come back to Atlanta July 29th for my man Hank Stewart's annual all-white linen extravaganza. I cannot wait for this. I missed it last year. I can't wait to do it this year. And then I got a special event on the thirty first of July uh in uh Houston at uh at a church in Houston. And um we we're coming in there and he's gonna interview us about family and about relationship and all that stuff. So I'm excited about that. That'll be myself and my man, um my man, um uh, god dang it, I can't think of his dang old name. Anyway, so with that, uh, we're gonna keep we gonna keep the show moving. Shout out to my chat room, uh Chai to Cali Girl, I see you. Uh, the guest is popping in. Appreciate you, Mama Venice. I see you uh, in the chat room and uh, uh, talking talking shit with Track CG Moore. I don't know. I, I, I know I'm saying it wrong. But, hey, thank you, all of y'all, for for, uh, for logging into the chat room. I know my, my guest is on the line, but before I bring her in, I want to um, uh, stop the show uh a uh, first and and really um uh talk about uh my last week. I was in Belize uh for the Belizean Film Festival and and the Belize uh, uh comedy tour myself, Tony Roberts, uh Damon Williams and Mr. Favon I love. We had a wonderful time out in Belize and uh it was off the chain. And I wanna thank Belize. Belize was so awesome and they treated us like kings. Uh it was just a great, great time out there. Thank you to Belize. But another reason I was in Belize was to celebrate my fifteenth anniversary. That's the Crystal Anniversary anniversary. Uh my wife and I celebrating our fifteen year anniversary. So with that, I want to start the show off with this song. Anthony Hamilton, as you guys know, is one of my favorite artists and uh this is one of my favorite songs. I know what love's all about.
2: <laughs> It's about finding a new exterior With someone
1: then um again, shout out to my wife, Angela Perry, for putting up with my nonsense for 15 years. And uh, before we get going, uh, this lady, uh, she calls me all the time, every week. She has her own show, uh, Let's Let the Healing Be- Begin. Uh, she is also known by Mama Venice, and she's my mommy. Mommy, how you doing? You on the air?
0: Hey, Rodney. what's going on, dude? I'm talking Slick Talk today? today This is Slick Talk This Slick Talk Yeah, when you call your
1: son, dude <laughs> You alright And hey, you got a word for my listeners today, my Anything positive you can put out in the universe
0: You already did it, man That love is the thing That love in the family That love in the bed That love in the kitchen It's let's love each other in, And in the congratulations kitchen. Yeah, if you want to counters ain't bad. But tell Andy oh, I'll Hey,
1: hey, hey, hey <laughs> I, I, I sure will. All right, Mama. Uh hang on the line, listen up for the show and uh I'm uh, I'll probably come back to you toward the end. All right. I love you. I love you back, baby. With all my heart. <laughs> all right. That's my mommy. She calls in every week and uh uh you know I, I'm I'm really lucky to have a, a friend in her and also um just just blessed, you know, on so many So with that, um I, I'm excited right now to um to bring in this, this young lady that I had the pleasure of working with, with the most talented actresses around right now. Nat, is this you? Rodney Benjamin
0: Perry. <laughs> is it you?
1: <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, let let me let me introduce you properly. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, um This is probably one of the best human beings I've had a pleasure to meet and become friends with over the past few years. Um, uh, Just rewind into our story. Uh, Natalie is from Alexandria, Louisiana. And Alexandria, Louisiana uh, has a great high school by the name of Peabody. Well, I finished high school in Monroe, Louisiana, which is my mother's hometown, and I went to Carroll High School in Carroll, would would play Peabody and I remember going down to Peabody to play uh to play football and lo and behold uh when we got to talking our paths have crossed so many times over the years. Without any further ado, show some love for actress
2: queen
1: mother of all oils and ointments show some <clears throat> love for Natalie DeSell Reed.
3: Thank you very much.
1: Thank you very
0: much. Oh my Thank God,
3: Rodney! Much. When you say all of that, Rodney, it really makes me think how spiritually we are connected. Because I remember going to Carol and watching the band perform before we beat y'all ass. And I never whoa, ever whoa, whoa, saw whoa. you. Hold, hold,
1: wait a minute, so, Natalie! You are not going <laughs> to say <play> that. <laughs>
2: Who yeah, okay, ball
1: okay. Ball. okay, okay. Okay, no let, let's start. No. Let, let, let's start the whole story. Um, Peabody the High The band school. on the football team. Let, let's start with Natalie. Let's start with you uh, doing your first play at
3: Peabody. Oh, my first. I never did a play at Peabody. I was singing at Peabody. I was in all of the talent shows. See, I was a singer first. Okay. Because my my whole family thinks, my father, my brother, my sisters, my mother. But in my heart, I really believe that was Betty Davis. (laughs) Really? Yes, I truly believe that. I've written a letter to daddy. I thought it was Betty, just in blackface. (laughs) And I had to go to my father, who was like the Johnny Mathis of Catholic churches, and tell him that I wanted to pursue acting. And he was he was really thrown by it because I had been singing since I was four. I had about eight piano teachers, didn't like piano, but loved voice, loved being, you know, on a mic, connected to a band. But once I got to grambling, well, once I got to Peabody, I was in the choir, and okay. that changed everything. And then when I got to Gramlin, I was I started in acting, and I never looked back. But I just can't believe how we were. We always saw each other, but never really looked at each other. You know.
1: I can almost I almost feel like I saw you on like some of my trips to Gramlin's campus. Like you know, because I, I was at at Northeast Louisiana University, NLU, and so it was nothing for and us I to get was in the there car. Too,
3: Rodney. I was there, too. It was too. nothing to
1: drive down up the road 30 minutes to grandma. It was nothing.
3: Nothing. Okay, so nothing.
1: let's fast forward. Um, Peabody, Gramlin State University, uh, you do your thing in Gramlin. How do you end up in Hollywood?
3: I uh, was part of the grambling acting group that was ran by Carl Von Norman. And the department head was um, Dr. Williams, which is actually Lynette, uh, Lynn Whitfield is uncle. And they found out about a, pro- a project that was um, starting up called NASDA, which was the National Association of Speech and Drama Arts, where all of the black universities would come together and they would compete against each other. And they would pick a state that we, you know, everyone would meet up in. And that particular year, it was L.A. And we actually stayed in Fox Hills. And um, that particular year, we performed at West L.A. And there was this girl there that was doing, I mean, we were doing Inherit the Wind, which is a famous play. And there was another group that was doing the Colored Museum by George C. Wolf. And there was a girl there that was doing the permutations monologue and I thought she was amazing. Cut two years later, um, I run out of financial aid, I have to leave, but I already know. I've come to California, I wanna go back, I wanna pursue acting. So I come back and I realize that I can't get hired right away, so I get a job at McDonnell Douglas building airplanes. And I look up and it's five years later and it's everybody, it's fear, it's Whoopi, it's Roseanne, all the different types are starting to flutter through, but there's no one from my generation. And I started out on that path, which was hard because, you know, I couldn't really look for anyone, you know, for the example of what kind of career and lifestyle that I wanted. I had to forge my own, so I got a job at NKV's Back Forge.
1: Okay, this is Rodney Perry. Looks like I got disconnected. Are we back? Rodney? Yeah, I'm i I'm sorry, Nat. It looked like I got disconnected on my end. You still there?
3: I'm here.
1: Okay, so I missed part of the story. Go ahead, babe.
3: So I gotta dive in Kizzy's back porch so I could see how Hollywood you know, Hollywood was. Like I wanted to know, like, you know, could I still be this country girl and hang with Hollywood? It was just an experiment, right. and I really wanted to work there to get the free short ribs. But within <laughs> a year, <laughs> within a year, I said, I got to get out there. And my first audition was for Family Matters. Okay. And my second was Set It Off.
1: And Wait a I minute. So your, sec- your second audition,
3: and, and mind you, you booked,
1: you booked Family Matters.
3: Oh, I'm sorry. My first audition was "Set It Off." My first—that's—that's that's so prolific because the first audition was "Set It Off." I shot that before "Family Matters." "Set It Off" was like Thanksgiving, Christmas, and then "Family Matters" came that Valentine's Day, and "Babs" came for Easter. Glory! <laughs> Man, what
1: what an what an amazing few months. Okay, so let's let's look at that. You you go in, you audition for set it all, tell me about that audition
3: that day. Audition for Robbie Reed, and in the middle of the audition, she tells me, well, you know, Natalie, I know this is your first audition, but everyone doesn't get in in Hollywood. I said, Robbie, I don't give a damn about everyone. I'm talking about me. <laughs> I left Louisiana because God spoke to me through the humidity and said, get your ass out of this hot state and go to Hollywood and get it poppin'. I'm here because of that. And she looked at me. You know Robbie. She's all calm. Right. Appetite. And she said, um, Natalie, come back at 3 o'clock tomorrow. You're going to read for F. Gary Gray. I said, Robbie, I will spend the night outside this motherfucker if that's what you want me to do. Well, <laughs> before oh God, you want me to meet F. Gary Gray tomorrow? Okay. Really? And I came back the next day, and they said, "We're going to give you one line, and don't stop talking until we tell you to stop." And that's how it went down. I initially auditioned for Cleo, but I really, okay. mm, I started thinking about where my mindset, where I'd have to go to portray a lesbian. Okay. You know, because I've only really eaten sushi. So in my mind, oh God. I had to think about where I'm going to go and where I'm going to tell my mom and daddy. Because they're not going to look at right. that as acting. But, you know, the Lord works in mysterious ways. Thelma
1: <laughs> like and Paul would have been cool with that.
3: At all. Keep your ass in Hollywood and don't ever come back. We, I mean, I don't even know Natalie. I mean, okay, I, was okay. so, I was interested. I was interested. I was gonna do it, but I just—I mean, Queen Latifah, she nailed it in the coffin. Like she should have been nominated for something. Yeah. It goes in that box with The Wire. You know what I'm saying? Like how you uh-huh. gonna give True Blood, Mad Men, 19 Nods, and you didn't give The Wire, not one, one. Okay, Come on.
1: okay. Now we we gonna talk Hollywood in a little while, but I wanna make sure I got you covered sufficiently now. Natalie DeSalle um film success, television success. Tell me about – now, Now a lot of people don't know this, and I know, I know you know this because we, we talked about it, but I was the warm-up guy on the set of <laughs> EVE. So uh-huh. I, I would pop in from time to time, and I would want the show, and I was always impressed at, one, how prepared you were as an actor, and, two, how knocked down – funny you were, you know, especially coming from a comedian. Where does your comic chops come from?
3: Oh, you know, Rodney, I don't even know. I I don't even know. I don't know, because I really, I'm telling you, I thought I was Betty Davis. Dramatic, diva antics. And I met her with Robert Townsend. And he sat in my trailer, and he repeated something that someone else told me, you got it. And I I said to him, got what? He said, you just got it, Natalie. You got the beats. You got the rhythm. It's everything about you. And I didn't know what he meant, and he taught me. You know, if you ever work with Robert, he's always humming. He's always Mm -hmm. got some classical jazz or instrumental type of, you know, melancholy music in the background and he's very creative and he allowed me coming out of the box to know, to feel secure in what I was giving to the world. Because for me, Rodney, I truly believe, you know, I, you say Hollywood and and all of that, but I truly believe that if you are blessed with a talent, that is from God. And it's only in God's time that you give it back to the world. It's not in your time. That's why if you just live life, everything that you're destined to do will fall through, but you've got to go through the order of the steps. You right. know, I couldn't leave right. home in, from Louisiana without getting my father's blessing. Whether he <laughs> wanted me to sing or not, he had to bless me. Or I would have been a hoe on Figaro about a Popeye's. <laughs> <laughs> you know what that is. Man, that's
1: <laughs> so, so uh, let, let's talk about uh, Black American princesses. I mean, you brought up mm-hmm. you brought up uh, Robert Townsend, who was director of that film. Um, tell my audience the story of how you got this
3: one. Oh, okay. So I was being read by Shirley Wilson and Associates. I'm sure you're familiar with them. They're well known for their comedic clientele. And they were located on Wilshire at the time. Nancy Chavez worked under Shirley Wilson, beautiful lady. She saw, mm-hmm. I was in her office, and I was still walking around dressed like um, Cleo from Set It Off. Because I couldn't get it out of my hands. <laughs> <laughs> Ask Gary Gray about it. He'll tell you. That looked like Cleo it. has even had. That's how I approached him to ask him to audition. Initially, that's how it happened. That's how I got in front of Robbie Reed. But, right. Um, so I was sitting in her office, and I heard tick 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 and I was like, what is that? She said, oh, that's the breakdown. And I said, the breakdown? And she just pulled it off of the ticker, and she read it out to me, and she looked at me, oh, my God, this is perfect for you. And I said, it is? She said, yes. They want you to be chunky. I said, Okay, send me in. I didn't think anything about it. So I went in for the audition. No. No. She called me and she said, At any moment I'm gonna get a message from uh new line cinema, but you gotta stand by. Meanwhile, between Family Matters and Babs, I had got on a play, a workshop with Angela Means, a lot of other comedians who were writers, mm-hmm. and Faison Love came to see them. And in while he was watching me, he was like, Robert is looking for this girl. He's auditioned all of Hollywood, but he hasn't found this girl. I'm going to hook them up. So he has Angela call me to invite me to his home. I go to his house. Robert doesn't show up. Finally, Robert shows up that night. I, I so you were, at, in, you
1: were
3: at you were at Love's house. At Faison Love's house, and you know, <laughs> I, 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 you know, a lot of, a lot of lawyers, a lot of courts want to get at me. <laughs> he was so good to me. He was so good to me. It wouldn't have been for Faison, man. showing me respect. I was in his house, just him and I, and I was like, we ain't doing <laughs> shit. I came over here to meet Robert. What the hell?
1: <laughs> what Robert that face on?
3: <laughs> We're Robert that face on? Uh, he had the dentist. I got to take a shower. Well, do it with you. <laughs> And he was like, no, he's coming, he's coming. And Robert really was at the dentist, and he was going to cancel. And at the last minute, Faison said, well, she's here. He said, well, I'm not in that much pain. I'm going to come through. So I thought it was kind of like a trick. What a devil is a liar, maybe, hopefully. Mm-hmm. Faison goes right. into the bathroom, and the door the phone rings, and it's Robert. And he told me if the phone rings, pick it up. It's Robert. Let him in through the gate. So I pick it up, and I hear a buzz, and I punch a number. I go to open the front door. He knocks. He stands on the door, and for a moment, it's, silence between him and I he's just standing there and finally I say hello come in and he's really like just looking at me and then he sits down and he you know starts talking to me and he says do you ever do improv I say yeah when I talk in the mirror to myself And he said, okay, okay, we're going to do some skits. And we started doing baps. He was Mickey, I was Nisi, And he was freaking out because everything he what the lines that he was giving me, I was feeding him back what Mickey would say. And then he Mm. got to this part. He said, okay, okay, this is the last one. I'm sweating at this point. I didn't took my pages off. You know, we in those times. And he says to me, he says, page page days, is 95. So he says to me, he says, Listen, this is the last scene, and I'll never forget it. I had on my limited express, probably your wife told it to me, white pants too. What? It was on and popping with my Nine West shoes, broke as hell but clean. And right. I said, okay, 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 he said, this is our last scene, this is our last scene. You and Nisi have just spotted your favorite, favorite rapper of all time, and you more than her Go ballistic and tell him what would you do, what you would do for him. And I said, okay. He said, and you can say anything. I said, okay, okay. So he starts to see and I go, oh, my God. L, 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 don't you know I love you so much? I was suck the skin off your dick, L, L. Oh, my God. And Robert said, stop it. Stop. Stop it re- he starts to laugh, and he laughs all the way to the phone. Wow. And he starts calling. He said, I need everybody there tomorrow. I need Charlie, Vince, Hallie. He starts naming all these names. I don't know What the hell is going on? And at this time, old black, fat-ass Faison did come out the shower clean, thank God, in the wind, <laughs> <laughs> What's happening? What's happening? Told you. Told you she was the one. Told you. I don't know really what they're talking about. I don't even know that what my agent told me is what he's talking about. And then all of a sudden, I look at this mirror that's hanging in Faison's uh, um, dining area, and it's glass, and I can't see myself. It's nothing but light. And then on the kitchen table, my pager just starts, and it's 911, 911, 911 and then Faison's door to his office closed, and then his bedroom door closes. And then I get on the phone, and this is my agent, and she's like, Oh, my God, Natalie Robert Townsend just called. He wants to see you tomorrow. Wow. Okay. Okay, all right. I'll, I'll go. And the next, and all this time, I'm evicted out of my apartment. Can't get in. The locks have been changed. But I got this friend that has a little waistline and a little booty, and she's short, and she works at a nursing home. And I said, can you take some milk crates and bring them to my house and meet me there at about midnight? And she was (laughs) like, "Why, I said, because I got an audition tomorrow with Robert, and I need to be clean. And she was like, girl, yeah. And as she's climbing over the roof through the blinds, the phone rings, and it's Robert. And he's telling wow. me, you got to meet me at barefoot. I get there, we're having breakfast, and all of a sudden, Hallie shows up. Like, what is she doing here? And then we all start talking, and then we all eat. She ordered six egg whites. I ain't never seen nothing like that before in my life. I ordered grits and <laughs> Right. <laughs> and, and, and then they clear the plates and she says, Natalie, I have something to tell you And I said, What? She said, We're gonna have so much fun this summer. I said, Doing what? She said, Shooting back. She got the park. And right there wow. on their I just started crying. I was like, Y'all don't know. I almost fucked a favor. And I'm even getting out of my house and I just can't even believe and I'm like I just started losing it right there. <laughs> Right there. I just started losing it, Rodney. And before I knew it, he had the script on the table, the images of how he wanted us to look. Kimberly Kimball's creative hair designer on the show. She's not in the union yet, but she's going to be an amazing hairstylist, and she's going to make union on your head because Hallie Hallie has her own hairstylist. And I'm like, okay, okay. And I'm numb, and I have to drive from beverly hills to long beach strong beach okay by vip and tell my sisters guess what i walked in that house on fifth and examinal i said y'all guess what they were like what i said i'll be in a movie with Halle berry they looked at me like i was crazy and i had to start packing taking my shit out they were like what are you doing i said i'm getting ready to go i just There was this Man. girl. I wait, no, Rodney. There was this girl I used to work with named April Lewis at Aunt Kizzy's back porch. She is the most funniest, the most charming woman I know. When I was working there, I told her I was going to be an actress. I told her one day I'm going to be an actress. One day it's going to happen, right? Don't steal for six years. She worked at Aunt Kitty's and worked at the airport. So the day that we're in the airport shooting the scene with LL Cool J, I'm in full costume, booyah, bling on the back of my head. And, you know, they, the airport is still moving. So I'm right. running down the airport. It's a clear shot. The cameras are at top. So nobody at the bottom can tell we're being shot. They can see people around us, but they don't know that they're shooting. And I'm right. running, and I said, hey, hey, it's just there. Natalie, why are you outside just like that? I said, girl, I'm shooting a movie. <laughs> I said, that's Hallie. Barry, I'll I'll see you after this take is done. It was like you have to be honest with yourself. In every endeavor, don't fool yourself. Don't surround yourself with yes people so that you can really See what God can do for you. No manipulation, no no real um, stabbing in the back kind of thing. Just let it flow and let it go. Because there are some things that it, you just sit back, okay, you say you want all of this, but if you just let him do it, he's going to do it way bigger and better than you ever done it. And even all my times that I faltered and failed and made mistakes and, you know, didn't handle this or didn't handle that and didn't think I could come back. And my daddy said, are you kidding me? You a super nigga. I said, what, (laughs) daddy? He said, that's what you are. You hit it once, you hit it twice. Ain't nothing wrong with a third time. Because every time you come back, Natalie, you show them how powerful God is.
1: Man, you know what? You know, and, and you know I've told you this before. First of all, uh, if you're just tuning in, you're listening to Natalie DeSalle Reed, one of the one of the most awesome human beings that I've had the pleasure of making friends with, and beyond that, a great storyteller. Girl, you had us riveted. <laughs> they, these people in the chat room is going, "Oh my God, what a great!" And, and you know, you know, I've always said that I would love to see your one-woman show because you have so many levels. Oh. I, I saw you I saw you do the Vagina monologues in Los Angeles where you completely stole the show. I, I watched I you that. on the set. I watched you on the set of Medea's Big Happy Family where you completely stole the show.
2: Oh, right. Where do you
1: go as an actress – when you need to get there,
3: mm. you know. I can honestly say, from dears big happy family, mm, what you saw right there was the truth. You know, I did that movie so that my children. Have an amazing summer You know I sacrificed Being away from them Not too far But just not being there in the morning When they wake up Because at the end of the day Yeah, these roles are great And this life is good But it really won't matter What Hollywood says about me in the end. it's what my children are going to say about me You know, that's so important to me So Everything I do is in consideration to them, and I can truly say during Eve, I was pregnant twice. So a lot of times when people thought, "Dang, she just she must get get raises," because she's a lot. She, <laughs> she can right. look Whoa. big to that uh-huh. role, Jamie. I was pregnant. When you uh. see me looking like you know I'm a little a little thin in the face, that was a real deal. Holy field, and okay. I did all of that for them, but now this turnaround, it's going to be different. There's a new, there's something happening right now that is going to redefine me because I feel like, you know, everyone knows my work, but they don't know me. And that has worked for me because I've been able to hide.
2: But Mm -hmm. people
3: who really love me, I feel them rooting for me. I feel them saying, where's that girl? I feel them loving me, you know, and that's how I know I'll be okay because those are the people that matter to me, the people that get me and get my work and can relate to me. That's what I'm here for, for that character and that spirit, to be honest. And, you know, when I found out I was going to do the movie with you, I was like, Oh my god, this is going to look so real. <laughs> now
1: now now you were you were in on this film way before I was. So you had a chance to see some other guys that that were slated to play my role.
2: Mhm.
1: So so when you found out Rodney Perry was going to come on board, that made a difference for you?
3: Yeah, I was like, "Fuck. This ain't going to work." <laughs> no, I really did I didn't think it was going to work But you know what did it? I'm going to tell you what did it Is when I went and met Angie When I met Angie and I remember she was my lame Brian girl I was like, mm. I know her disposition Her disposition I could get that because if that's You know, I knew I, One thing about Angie, she's not fake What she's given is what she's given She turns it up like, don't fuck with me, but she's she's soft as a kitten. And I thought, that's it. And see, the thing that brought it home with you, because I didn't know all these years you were from Louisiana. Mm. So when you told me that, I was like, we got this down. But, Rodney, you know what? It was so scary for me because I knew that for us to be in this movie, we had to make people believe that Medea was really real and not Tyler Perry in a wig. Right. And what made it more real for me was that you were so real. Seeing you, when you brought me, when we went to your house and you barbecued and you sat in your recliner and watched TV, I was like, oh, my God, he's such a good daddy. Oh, my God. <laughs> Oh my God! See you next lifetime. Now, now for,
1: for for me, for me, what it was to to watch, you know, to watch you to watch you work specifically, um, I was just so impressed at at how. I mean, first of all, we 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 rehearsed, and you know, for those of you who don't know, when you're on a Tyler Perry production, you know, everything moves so fast. There's really it's not so- a lot of time. To to rehearse And then When you do rehearse Everything you can rehearse Could be changed In a blink of an eye So yeah. I think The work That we did Before we got on set Helped to really Fuel these characters And people always Dwell on the fact that, that your character Was kind of Jumping on my character But I think That a lot of couples Are where we were I think a lot of couples Are at a point Where they're not Really loving on each other Like they should as a couple, they they're in the business of the relationship but not in the business of loving each other right now. And I and think who that's what they're gonna jump people on were. but each other. Who else are they gonna jump on but each other? So I yes. I, I really identified with, with with your character and and then even beyond that, the the way you dealt with the, the, the passing of, of of the matriarch of the family, I know you had you had, had a real place to go to for that, so to, I thought you were very brave to do that.
3: Oh, you know, God is uh, God is so good. He's so omnipotent. Twelve years ago, you could have never, ever told me that I would play a role like that. I mean, Tyler didn't even know my mother died. No one knew my mother died. They just knew that I disappeared for a minute because it was the saddest moment of my life. I had just left her. I had just stayed a few extra days after Easter And she had baked me a cake, and we had shared secrets. We even talked about sex. And little did I know that that last little hug and that last gift that she gave me that morning at 5 o'clock when she said, I'm going to go to the airport with you. And I said, no, Mama, mm -mm, you don't need to go. Our daddy will take me. And little did I know that that was the last time I was going to see her. And I'm going to tell you, my mama was good. Like, my mother... Was the type of person where I don't need nobody to tell me where she is. You know what I'm talking about, Rodney? Mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. know where she is. She's in it. I watched her live. I watched her deal with people at her job that was mean on her, mean to her on Fridays, slap her in the face, and on Monday she would bake them a cake because that's what my mother was known for her cakes, pineapple, coconut, sour That's how sweet she was. So I know. From watching her, because I never strayed away from home until it was time to go, that she's in heaven, and I know that for me to see her again, I have to live right. It ain't about, you know, uh, can I get these shoes from this dude, or can I, uh, can I call this bank and try to forge this check? I ain't got time for all of that. It's the struggle that's going to make me stronger for the good times. Because even in good times, there are bad moments, uh-huh. and the way you get through them is how you sustain, you know. And my mother's death was that moment when I had to shut it down. I didn't want the light on me. I didn't comb my hair for a year, and I remember mm-hmm. I ran into Monique in that time, and and she said, "Girl, you should have called me. I didn't comb your hair." <laughs> 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 <get> you,
2: <laughs> she
1: probably she probably would have done it too. She probably so, would have done so, it. I bet you would a Monique. So, Nat, um, a, a, a great career up to this point. Um, you, you took some time off to raise your babies. You're back on the scene with Medea's big happy family. What can we look for next?
3: Well, you know, I'm only, I, my being back on the scene was limited to and promised that they didn't wet in the bed. And I'm happy to say nobody pees in the bed at night unless, you know, if that wasn't the case, I wouldn't be able to leave. You know? I know, huh? <laughs> you know, I had to get that down first. Clean up after yourself. Pick your plate up. I mean, that really had to go down. But for me right now, it's my own show. Yeah. My own show. Like, and, you know, people thought, oh, you shouldn't have your show right after Eve. No, because... Eve was just so awesome. You can't just do something right after Eve. That had to marinate for a while. A lot of people don't understand there was another other show behind the scenes. It was like an event. It was like Eve came to work on Friday and said, my birthday is on Monday. I got a private jet waiting on the cop or y'all want to roll with me to Vegas. What?
1: What? Mm, wow, that's gangster then. It,
3: <laughs> it was it was just like, ooh, like it was all just so like Allie got married in in Mexico and we were all there we're walking down the street with cucumbers and tequilas and donkeys going arriba. It was just an event. <laughs> it was an event. I'm telling you. Right. I so for now for me. My dream that, you know, I've prayed to God that I have to be in control of the destination. I have to be in control of how it gets to my people because I know what they want and I know what they need. I'm in it with them. I know what it's like to go to the store and get swishers. For what? I mean, you know, like, come on, y'all. (laughs) I lived in the hood. I know the hood. I'm past the hood. I'm headed for heaven. We're going to laugh until we get there. And I want it my way so that our image is not blurred. So that when you see me on film with a guy like Rodney Perry, you believe it. It ain't fake. It's real. And I just thank you so much, Rodney. Rodney. For supporting me and holding me up, but you still ain't hear me on Facebook, Natalie Desell Reed.
1: What up? I you know my Facebook fool. I'm fine. Hold on, let Ooh, me do it don't. right now while Ooh. we talk. <laughs> that, that was that was Hollywood, huh? Okay, so look, so now we talked about we talked about Natalie, the actress, Natalie, the mommy. What?
3: Who is Natalie
1: Desell Reed? Wife of
2: Lenny Reed. Oh, my
3: God. Natalie DeSalle Reed is hot. I can't even. Ooh, just hot. Just hot in every aspect. Hot under the cover. (laughs) Hot in the head. Hot in the bed. Hot on the stove. Hot in the sun. Hot in the car. I'm hot. I'm ready. I'm baked. I'm good, Okay. The good thing about being me is that it's rich, you know. I, my husband is not a yes man, which keeps me in line, because I wouldn't have been good with a dude that did everything I said. That's not good. And the good thing about my husband is he gets up first. That's what I, And he's lactose intolerant, so he can't eat all my damn ice cream. <laughs> That's what I love
0: about You love that?
3: I love that. And I love that when I say what I need, he supports me to get it. My husband is the type that if it's in the middle of the night and a visitor comes, he runs out to the store to get the visitor a blanket. You feel me, what I'm saying? He's on that aisle. He's at that register. He's paying for it. He's bringing it back to me. And it's all good. We roll over. And at the same time, I support his dream because, you know, he's a writer, and I read what he writes, and I see how he thinks, and it has helped me to be better. If it wasn't for him, I would have never been able to do that role on Eve. I mean, for me to come home and not even have him read the script, but explain to him the scene, and for him to note me in such a way, not telling me what to do, but telling me what to look for.
2: hmm
3: I can't begin to tell you, especially the women in the chat room right now, the desperate ones, and you know who you are because I don't know. Listen, <laughs> all you need to do is be you, boo. Don't be fake because if you be fake, you're not going to meet the one that's for you. When you're real and you meet him in that real place and he still looks you like beauty. I mean, for my husband to look at me, when there is no makeup, no hair, no Quelly, no Kim, no desire, for him to look at me coming out of the shower and and slap me on my ass, that's love. That's real deal, holy Because it ain't real all deal. pretty. That's all pretty. But it's good for him. And that's only because I was able to be me. I was able to free myself up and say, you know what, before I even met him, even if he don't come, I'm going to still be good. Even if I got to get insurance on all ten of my fingers, I'm going to be good because I'm not going to deal with a dude that disrespects me. And that is what I have. I have a husband that respects me and I respect him back. And we are trying to raise respectful human beings. That's for girls. Just be respectful. That's all I got to say.
1: Girl, you are breaking it down. Ladies and gentlemen, you are tuned in to Rocky Perry Live and you, you are listening to my friend Ms. Natalie desalle Reed. Now, Natalie, I, I know you are all over the current events. I know you—you—you you, you have been all over this Casey Anthony case. What was her name?
3: Casey Marie Anthony. Not to be confused with Kay Marie <laughs> Anthony, the one who died. Let me tell you something. Let's be real about it, okay? Uh-oh, uh-oh. Bill Mars. Keep it real. Bill Mars let me tell you, Bill Mars spoke about it. He said it his way, but I'm gonna tell it to you my way. Why, why did she get off,
1: Natalie? Why did why did the girl get off?
3: She got off because and I'm gonna say it and I'm gonna shame the devil because the real devil it. is a liar. Yes, I am gonna say it. She got off. Because hold on now, let me be graceful. She got off because she is a beautiful white girl in the state of Florida who voted for the president Bush who got us in this shit we're in. Okay, that's the state we're talking about it. She was voted she she was given not guilty because she is in Florida as a beautiful white girl with a black judge who they were not gonna let give a white girl the death sentence, or life in prison. She lied. she lied. She lied. She lied. I watched it from day one. I was in confusion because you got to understand that Casey Anthony was born right around the time Jennifer Hudson's tragedy happened. So Nancy Grace was kind of conflicted, but she sided with Casey. And I watched Nancy every day at 5 o'clock. So I know what's going on. That was racism at a different finest. I'm telling you, the jury was too black, and the rest were Republican-minded. That is what that's Mm. about. That girl got off like that, but it doesn't matter. See, everyone is trying to focus on she got off, she got off. She got off because that is not what God has for her. Her hell is now. She got debt, and the first one that's going to get paid is Jose Baez. He going to get that jail pussy first, okay? That's some hot jail pussy. He's got, he got to pay him first. So, yeah, he was going to walk out the front, even if it mean he was going to walk out the front of his brown suit, his brown jacket, he he was getting in the car with him first. That's all that matters. And today, right now, in that law office, everybody knows they done been together. And praise the Lord if they hadn't been. But if they have, it's problems. Because what they don't understand, that girl is a sick that we've never seen before. That's a kind of sick where when you're two years old and you're terrible too, you get worse. You don't get your little hand tapped or you don't get your favorite snack because you don't want to listen. You know, it came out the other day that the lies started graduation. She made her mama believe she was going to graduate. You know, that's the test right there. When you know you were messing up and you know you might not graduate, you tell that shit in March. She made them believe she was going to graduate. Two days before the graduation, she said she wasn't going to graduate. Well, do you know what? Her mama didn't tell her mama and daddy and made the grandma and the grandpa come to the graduation and sit there and wait for Casey to graduate. And the grandma <laughs> said, why doesn't what? Casey have on her tapping down? And that's when they tell them that Casey isn't going to graduate. Stop. Wait a minute.
1: That's
3: real. That's real. <laughs> White, southern shit right there. I'm sorry. I grew up with him. I know him. okay? I can say Don't this. do
1: wait a minute. She was supposed to
3: graduate? <laughs> she didn't. She never graduated. And she's smart as hell. She's, we need to go on with our lives. Don't even look over there. Even though I love to see Jennifer Love, Hewitt, play her, and uh, Michael Pena play Jose Baez. I'd love to see that. But I would never admit to that watched it. That would actually
1: would be, be a, that would actually be a pretty good cast
3: too. Oh my God, Jennifer Love Hewitt. She got to work on them hips though. She got to bring them hips down. Cause she, you know they trying to say Kristen Stewart. I don't see it because Kristen Stewart got a little weird kind of personality anyway. It's Jennifer Love Hewitt. I think Jennifer Love Hewitt is. I don't know, but I'm you know the way they ended it, how they walked out of the front of the jail. I was like, that's the scene, of course. They were like, no, mm-hmm. she's not going out the back. She's not going out the front. She's not going out the side. She's going out the front door. And then at the hey, last you minute, know call her mama. Mama, can you, you, come know, down what, to you know what Nat, front You know
1: me? what, Nat? You know what, down. I'm down to my last five minutes. Um, I, I want to I make sure I let people know where they can find you. We you Thanks got a good. website or or Twitter? I know you got a Twitter page.
3: I do have a Twitter page, but I haven't started it yet because, really, I am so computer illiterate. I can make a gravy out of scratch, but somebody gotta come in here and teach me this computer shit, okay? But listen, I'm thankful with <laughs> Natalie sell. Reed. Hit me up. Let me know if you heard me with my boy Rodney Benjamin Perry, his birth name, which I think is fabulous. And let me say this before we go. Y'all send out prayers and good wishes and good love to Kim Whitley. She lost her yeah. mother, but she has a beautiful baby, and that is a gift to wake up every morning and do for the baby like your mama did for you, Kim. Y'all, Kim is grieving. Send her a joke. Send her a tweet. Send her a laugh It's rough. Yeah. So, I mean. Um, you
1: absolutely Kim. right. I was in Cleveland um, the other weekend. I got a chance to spend some time with her. And uh, you know, I could. She, she was putting on a face for me, but I could tell she was going through it. And for you to take some time out to mention that is awesome, um, ladies and gentlemen. We're listening to Natalie DeSell Reed, one of the coldest ladies. Uh, Google her. That's Natalie N A T A L I E D E S S E L L E Reed. One of the one of the most beautiful human beings I've had a pleasure to contact with over the past few years. Natalie, thank you for coming on. Thank um you, you've been so amazing. You. you wanna say hi to a call? I know I know my mom wanna say hi to you. Hold on. Yes I do. Uh, mama, you're on the line with Miss Natalie DeCill Reed. Hey, Miss
0: Natalie, I enjoyed this whole interview. I mean just you, you, you was I'm good. You were preaching and teaching and loving on each other and and I feel your mother's essence, you know. People tease Ronnie and I for being close, but there's nothing wrong with being close with your mom. And she's still exactly. with you. I love you so much.
3: Thank you so much. And pray for me, okay?
0: Yes, ma'am. I'm doing it right now.
3: Okay. Thank you.
0: All right, mom. I'll talk to you later. All right. Bye. Y'all have a great day. Bye. You too. Bye-bye.
1: Natalie DeSalle Reed, thank you. Um, thank you. Your, your Facebook uh they can find you Natalie. now that sent me to a fan page do, do you yes, have, is, is it a fan page, page?
3: I, you know yeah it's it's fan page i mean come on i'm so confused i don't know, i don't know what's a fan page or a regular page i'm just on the page hit me up facebook natalie the reed And and there's a couple
1: of that's the one with your uh with your photo on it. it's it's right the
2: one with
3: Right,
2: that other help is a porn star.
1: I'm the one with no uh-uh. hype. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> well, thank you again, Natalie. Uh, it, it's been a pleasure. This is Rodney Perry Live. We do this show every week, Monday. That's 2 p.m. on the East Coast, 11 o'clock a.m. on the West Coast. I'll be in L.A. next week, um, the 26th, 27th, the 28th. I'm doing an event for the Willie McGinnis uh, Charity Foundation. So I'll be in Los Angeles, L.A., here I come. And in between that and uh, all the other stuff I got coming up, of course, I'm doing stand-up for family right here in Atlanta, uh, July 22nd, July 23rd, Mike Bonner's all-white birthday Bash uh, in Detroit at uh, Birch Warehouse. And July 26th, Los Angeles, the Laugh Factory in Long Beach, uh, Willie McGinnis charity comedy show. I'll be right there. It's going to be incredible. Uh, uh, last few days of the month, and until then, I'll be spending some time with my baby. This is Rodney Perry, and this is Rodney Perry Live, and you've been listening to Live with Natalie Reed. Natalie, I love you, girl.
3: I love you, too, Rodney. Keep it tight.
1: <laughs> yes, ma'am. <laughs> man, I, I can't tell y'all enough, man. Uh, first of all, before I, I got a minute and a half left, I want to thank everybody that came into the chat room. Uh, Chai, Cali girl, thank you. What's up? Uh, uh, thank you for coming in. Uh, talking with Tracy, Tracy G, Mo. What up? <laughs> Him funny, you silly. Uh, Rank top five. Thank you so much. I appreciate you for everybody that turned into the chat room today. You guys are chatting it up. I really appreciate it, brother Kenny. Thank you, bro. Appreciate Mama Venice. Thank you for tuning into the chat room. Uh again, um I, I'm 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 moving to tell y'all right now that whatever you're trying to do in this life, whatever you're trying to do, what is your passion, what is your goal? This is your chance to go get it. This is your chance to give it hundred and ten percent. What's your passion? What is it? Is it like Natalie where you're gonna go out and, 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 and do your thing in LA, or maybe you wanna make candles, or maybe you wanna uh, uh travel the world. Well, every great journey starts with one step. This is Rodney Perry. i see you next week. Next week, I got my man. I, I, I'm not going to tell you. all Look for the email. We're doing it. South side. i see you, baby. We're doing it. Y'all stay blessed. My name is Rodney Perry, and this is Rodney Perry Live.